My purpose lies in all the things that I want to do and forget what anybody says, forget about how scared I am. I want to do this. My legacy lives in here somewhere. And the only way that I get to do it is if I start. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, babies, all you beautiful beings. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode I hope you all are feeling vibrant and abundant and deep in your love and peace. I'm feeling really good. Last week was a bit of a struggle for me. If you were able to catch last week's episode, you know, I was in a bit of an energetic funk and it finally broke around Monday. I had to really, um, I had to pause on some things I was working on for my course and take a nap. I had to take a nap. (laughs) and then I woke up, I took a nice shower, and it was like I got a reset. I also feel that it was a lot of that Aries new moon energy finally settling down, and I have Mars in Capricorn in my ninth house, so uh, Mars is the planet ruler for Aries, so it was like I was wanting to do and be about that action, but there was just this block there. Some of it was resistance. Some of it was just needing to take more space for myself without the guilt, without the pressure. And I think I also just needed to rest. I I had read an astrological reading about the new moon saying it was going to feel more like a full moon energetically. And it definitely gave me that feeling, but now I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling good, feeling great. How are y'all? I hope y'all are great as well. I feel like I'm finally able to really capitalize on these next few days, or I should say these last few days of this Aries energy. I believe on the 19th, we go into Taurus, which is my rising sign. And Venus just went into Taurus, which is my chart ruler. So I'm expecting beautiful, decadent, and luxurious, and really grounding energies over these next few weeks. So I will certainly keep y'all posted, of course. And for those of you who don't know, Taurus is an earth sign. So definitely go back and listen to episode 10 if you haven't already, and re-listen to it if you have But this Taurus season is the perfect time to plant your seeds, plant your ideas into the ground. And if you can do it before the full moon, which will be in Scorpio on the 26th, I believe, that'll be ideal because that's going to be some really potent energy. Scorpio is a water sign and water nourishes earth. So plant those ideas, y'all. Write them down. 
Whatever ideas you have that have been swirling in your mind, you got to write the vision and make it plain. And once you have it written out, then start doing some research. Allow your imagination to just run wild. Then you can start to strategize and come up with a practical game plan because earth energy is all about that practicality. You know, although it is important to visualize the maximum potential of whatever you're inspired to create, you do have to honor the limits of earth energy. And that can sometimes trip us up because it feels almost counterintuitive. And this is me speaking from experience, but it really comes down to surrendering and trusting. Trusting yourself to take action even if it doesn't look exactly how you imagined, right? And when you do that, you leave room for what feels like a limitation to be expanded through miracles and serendipity. And serendipity. (laughs) But the most important part is to write it out in your journal, in your notes app, wherever you keep your ideas, that's at least step one. And once you get step one down, you can open yourself up to receive steps two, three, and four, etc. So I will focus on that over the next couple of weeks, just getting your ideas out onto paper. Other than that, I have been plotting and planning. I've been wanting to do more with Clubhouse on the app. Um, so I'm finally going to start my club on the cusp wellness. If you are on clubhouse, be sure to follow us. I'm really excited by all the potential that space has to offer. Um, I'm also going to be doing more stuff on IG. I've kind of fallen off track with my consistency And I'm going to be super honest, social media over the past few years has really just given me a lot of anxiety. So I've been trying to come into a more harmonious balance with consciously being present on social media while also maintaining some boundaries because I'm really like zero to a hundred when it comes to my activity on social media. So again, just having to find you know, a balance. And the balance that came to me was realizing how important it is to show up for my community, the community that is already here and the community that has yet to find me because I'm not putting myself out there. So I just think it's really important to find ways to show up in our respective fields, you know, whether that be your career or otherwise that really feel aligned and allow us to shine and grow and ultimately be of service because that's what it's all about. You know, I'm really here to help people, help people tap into their authenticity through self-love, self-care, setting boundaries, spreading love, speaking our truth. And so I have to be an example of that while also maintaining my peace. (laughs) But lately, I just felt like I really haven't been doing all that I can do in that respect. And it was because, you know, there was some fear that I still needed to tap into and love back into the light, Um, some shadow aspects that just weren't quite ready to be let go. And I believe that the energy I was having to reckon with over the last week, you know, well, last week, two and a half weeks, no, last week and a half to two weeks, (laughs) 
and you know um also during the full moon or during the new moon so that being said i have finally set a date for my next course launch activate your soul activate yourself which will be starting on monday april 26th which is ironically the same day as the full moon <laughs> um I only have a few more weeks left with my current group, my current cohort. I love that word, cohort. So it's time to get ready for round two, baby. Time to get ready for round two, baby. <laughs> and it came so quickly, like, wow. So for those of you who don't know, I am an, an intuitive, creative wellness guide I teach creatives and aspiring creatives how to prioritize their mental and emotional health by tapping into and honoring their intuition. And so I use a unique framework that I developed called the scale method, and that allows you to scale into your most authentic self. So authenticity is a huge part of my purpose here on this planet and in this lifetime. I'm very passionate about this work and this course. So what is the scale method, you might ask? It's an acronym for self, compassion, acceptance, love, and expression. And so each week I break down the importance of giving yourself these things. And I also incorporate chakra medicine. So you'll be learning my scale method as well as the chakra center. So it is a juicy seven week intensive course. Okay. It's intensive for a reason. So if you are serious about stepping into your power and taking your self healing to the next level and just reclaiming your authenticity, you can email me at onthecuspcollective at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at onthecuspwellness and I can answer any questions you may have and schedule you a free clarity call to see if the program would be a good fit for you. Now, I also want to share some other offerings I've been feeling called to offer the collective and that is one hour intuitive guidance sessions. And so how that works is I'll send you a few questions to get an idea of some of the challenges you're dealing with. Um, we'll set up a day and time to talk and throughout our session, I'll share with you um, the intuitive insights that I receive from your guides, angels, etc. I work with several collectives of energy, so it'll be whomever wants to come through and give you a word, okay? Um, and then my other offering is 45-minute oracle card readings, and it'll be a similar process um, as the intuitive guidance sessions where we correspond before the session to get an idea of, you know, what you're wanting insights on. And then we'll ask the cards in collaboration with your cosmic team, as I like to call them, and your higher self, in order to receive the message your soul is wanting you to receive. So yeah, that's what's new and hip and happening with me. <laughs> I've been reading Oracle cards for about three years now, I want to say. Yeah, about three years. So I'm really excited about offering this to the public. So again... And I've kind of already been offering it, you know, if you, um, if you leave a review, 
uh, here on the podcast, um, you have the opportunity to win a free 30-minute oracle card reading. So if you want to, you know, tap into that goodness as well, leave it a five-star review um, here on iTunes if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. Leave a review and you could be selected to receive a free 30-minute energy reading. But if you want to go a little bit deeper, definitely feel free to reach out. So again, if you are interested, you can email me at onthecuspcollective at gmail.com or message me on IG at onthecusp. No, let me say that correctly. On the cusp, <laughs> And we can set something up. All righty. Let's get into today's episode. So in this episode, I sat down with financial advisor, Jerry King. So Jerry and I went to college together, um, good old Georgia Southern, and he's doing some really dope things in the financial wellness area, as well as in the entrepreneurship arena. So it just felt super aligned to have him on the podcast this month, especially since we're, um, in this beautiful month of April, Abril, and we're talking about financial health and wellness and financial abundance, and more importantly, authentic financial abundance, okay? Big A and the A is for abundance, all right? Um, and it also stands for amicale, but I digress. <laughs> so authentic abundance, authentic financial abundance is something that me and Jerry really um, hone in on in this episode because it's so important for us to personally tap into what lights us up, what is aligned with our soul's purpose and mission and all of that. And, you know, just all the other nuances that come with having a financially abundant mindset. Um, so even last week, I talked about self-worth and how that plays a role in our abundance. And so today, Jerry's going to get us to gather, okay, to gather with our spending and budgeting and savings. So if this is something you struggle with or haven't quite started on yet, this episode has a lot of information on how you can start creating those healthy habits, as well as a lot of great insights around how our authenticity ties into the future of our wealth. So I really hope you all enjoy this interview with financial advisor, Jerry King. I think, what was the last time I saw The last time I saw you was when I was up in New York that Christmas, like four years ago or something. Yeah, that wasn't my uh, brightest moment. <laughs> we all have those, but I mean, it, we it's we go way back, man. It's it's not a problem at all. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. So we can go ahead and just kind of flow into it. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time out to come and speak with me. Of course. This I'm I'm really excited about this conversation. Likewise. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. I don't know why. I feel a little nervous. I just, I don't know. I just wanted to go well. It will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
I, I, I, you know, I invited you on here because I've just been seeing a lot of what you've been doing, what you've been up to, mm-hmm. and I'm very curious. I was like, you know, when I, when I, when anyone, anytime I'm curious about someone or I'm inspired or anything like that, I always just make a point to disconnect and just, yeah. you know, see what's going on. So I have this podcast, right, right, and everything like that. And so for this month, you know, we're talking about like financial health and wellness, mm. healing money wounds, stepping into our abundance, mm. stepping into our authentic abundance. You know, I've been seeing your get money. Mondays, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be the perfect segment for Jerry. And plus, I get to find out more about what you've been doing, yes. what you've been doing since college, because you've been kind of moving, you know, segueing and yeah. doing things and starting businesses yeah. and all that stuff. So we get to hear from the horse's mouth. Right. What's been going on? Tell the people who you are, all of that. Yeah. Okay. So I am my I am Jerry King. Um, This is always a tough question. Who am I? I'm Jerry. I'm a financial advisor by trade. Um, I'm building my Instagram social media presence around the businesses that I have. My Mm -hmm. passion, uh, to your point from earlier, is to connect with my people and help them elevate. So Mm -hmm. my background is in finance, and that's why you see, you know, me as a financial advisor. You see the Get Money Mondays. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to connect my passion with my purpose and and make all those things happen. So I can list out the things that I'm doing. I'm not sure how, how you want this to go, but yeah, I've got a couple yeah, things sure. going. Yeah, give, sure. Give us a little rundown. Okay. So I think in a nutshell, it totals up to about five things that I have going on. First thing, of course, I'm a financial advisor. That's my nine to five. And mm-hmm. I'm open to all any questions that anybody has. They can come to me and, you know, have a conversation. The second thing that I have is Get Money Mondays. So it's a segment on Instagram. Every Monday at 8 a.m., I drop a 30-second video where I just talk about financial literacy tips. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's it's straight finance. Sometimes it's motivation. Uh, But the idea of that is just to take the stuff that I've learned and give it to my people in a digestible way. So I keep it Mm -hmm. short. I keep it engaging. And then uh, in the stories, I kind of allow people to ask questions and I elaborate based on what the people want to know. So that's the second thing. The third thing, I started a pressure washing company. And so we do residential work. We do commercial work. Um, we've I started that August of last year. And so with that, I have a YouTube channel for just the video content. Two reasons. Uh, one, customers mm-hmm. like to see their work, I mean, their house online. And so that's like a marketing tool. And then the second reason is because it's kind of satisfying. So people like to watch mm. the process of a house being cleaned or a business being cleaned. And so um, hopefully that'll come into an, a revenue stream at some point. But right now I'm just doing it for the nice. fun of it. Okay, uh, so we got them financial portals opening I've, up. Yeah, they're, they're opening. Um, the I'm not sure. I think that was number three. So number four, I have a personal YouTube page where I get into my my daily stuff. Cause I do a lot of, mm. I do a lot of things that my friends over the years have been telling me, man, you need to put this out there. So, you know, whether it be working on cars, riding motorcycles, building things, fixing things, you know, I, there's a lot of random stuff that Jerry's into that everybody doesn't know about. And mm. so I'm just kind of letting people into my world a little bit on my personal channel. And the fifth and final thing and most exciting is I have a podcast with my co-host. It's called About 30. 
And mm. we just talk about things that happen in everyday life when you're about 30. So you could be almost 30. You could be well into your 30s. But in that general time frame, we talk about our day to day experiences and stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I have to definitely check that out. That's 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 very exciting. It's very exciting. Oh, man, you definitely do. I actually want to have a sidebar conversation with you after you hear our last episode, because we talked about okay. dating and relationships and it was a really good mm. conversation. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Yes. So thank you for the rundown. Good to know. I didn't even know that you were doing all those things. Yeah. I've just seen like bits and pieces. I did see, I remember you sent me the video, you starting your pressure washing business and stuff yeah. and you know, your YouTube channel. And I will, I will second the notion that you say, and people like to see things being clean. It was very satisfying thank to you. see the like, kind of like, cause, because, you know, we really take for granted, like the sidewalk and, you know, right. drive waves and stuff. We just, you just get used to it looking like that. So you just assume that's how it looks. Right. But to see you, I was like, oh, that's that's so clean. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, I amaze myself every time. Because I'm not going to lie. I was like, what are you about to do with, like, what are you supposed to do with right. this? Like, I know you were pressure washing it, but I didn't know that it looked like that. Yeah. Like, it was, like, shades lighter. Yeah. Like, whoa. It's, so, and it's fun, so. too. I mean, it's it's enjoyable. That's good. See, that's good. And I love that you said that you are, you know, really working on connecting like your passions mm -hmm. with your purpose. Like I'm also on that wavelength as I was talking to you about that earlier. Like that's something that I just had to really accept Yeah, was a passion of mine because I had a lot of fear around it because, you know, that's just not who people know me to be and da 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 da, da you know, transitioning from fashion right. into, you know, that kind of that realm of, you know, like more spirituality, energetic work and stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't really I didn't even realize how much fear I had around it. Yep. Um and it was just like, you know, projecting people's judgments of me, which is just which was really just me judging myself ultimately. So I had to like really step out of that, but the fact that you're very aware that, you know, this is what I am doing. This is my intention. And you are, you know, creating those portals. You're opening up those those lanes and those streams of revenue to come in. Yeah. That is awesome. Thank you. And I just want to say, I think I think your experience, my experience, I don't think that they're unique to us. I think that in this life stage that we're in is where you kind of you know, you're coming up on this age where it's like a it's like a target number. You know, it's a round number mm -hmm. and you take a look at yourself and life and you go, OK, what am I what have I done? What am mm -hmm. I doing? What does life look like? What do I like? And it's all these different things. And depending on your environment growing up and to your point, what your identity has been, you kind of look mm -hmm. and you go, OK, I've got these outside pressures. My mom and my parents want me to do this and I've been known to do this. But what do I really like? Mm -hmm. You know, have I died? Have I dove into my passions and my stuff that I like my hobbies, you know? And mm -hmm. the more conversations that I have with my peers, I'm, I'm learning that a lot of us are in that space where we're kind of like either transitioning or we recently have transitioned or, you know, we're finding out, look, maybe that stuff that I was doing in my early 20s wasn't it. And there might yeah. be something else that I can sustain from that I actually enjoy. Yes, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Um, question. Are you still doing music? Yeah, actually, yes. I didn't name that, okay. but yeah, I am actually. Yes, yeah, so that's why I just I was like, wait, he didn't say nothing about music. Yeah, now. you know, so I wasn't sure. Okay. I always leave that out, but um, you know, music is one of those things where it's it's definitely a passion. Uh, mm. I've been doing music now for fifteen years, so I, you know, wow, it's, it's something that I am very good at. But um, 
you know, to your point, when I had that reckoning, that awakening where it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, passion and purpose, I think music is in there somewhere. But I realized that, you know, sometimes things can be a hobby that you enjoy and you do it purely out of passion and you don't necessarily pursue it for a monetary purpose, but you just kind of do it for the enjoyment of it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I recently came into that awareness myself. Like, I still want to pursue it 100%. I'm actually um, about to reach out to a producer that I, I want to work with, but I, I had to really let go of the pressure of it needing to be a something, right. it needing to make money, right. or it needing to do that, because that was taking a lot of the enjoyment out of yeah. it. And it was also taking a lot of the like, I was trying to skip steps, trying to get here and trying to do this and trying to do X, Y, and Z. And it was, I was just kind of running around in circles. Things weren't coming out the way I wanted it to come out. Videos, like it was just a lot of stuff that was just happening. And I was like, okay, like I just have to take a step back from this because I feel like in my mind, I thought that if I don't like do whatever it takes to like be be out here and get this and do this, then it means that I don't want it or I don't love it. And that's not true. Like you said, like, you, you know, you can, you can do things just, solely for the enjoyment of it even if it's a hobby or whatever and it can still become something right it's like no no one is saying that you know it's not you can't blow up later on down the road <laughs> right. or whatever you know but so I, once i took that pressure off myself like because i realized i do want to make music just for fun like i don't want to put all this pressure that's not what it's for like music has always been my escape right like, where i go to and everything else is just too much right. so i was taking all of that away from myself so i feel you i just wanted to yeah 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 i, I just wasn't sure i was like <laughs> you didn't say the music part wait <laughs> no i feel i feel that 100 percent. and just to like just to kind of round that idea off the other thing that i found too is that like you know, one of my passions, and I think it's, it's, I think it's a passion and a purpose. I just didn't realize it until recently. Is that I like, I like helping people, but like mentoring is one of the things that I have grown mm-hmm. to be good at, and it's just in in who I am. You know, like I'm the mm-hmm. oldest of five. I've naturally normally been in leadership roles in my career, in my personal life, stuff like that. And you know, with me having such a tenured background in music. I'm, you know, my little brother does music now. I've got f- friends and that I'm meeting that are doing music. And when we have conversations, I don't have, like you said, I don't have the pressure of, oh man, I got to meet this deadline or it has to be composed mm-hmm. this way. It's more so me giving the vibe and helping other people, you know, mm-hmm. hey, tweak this. Let me edit this for you. Let me give you these studio resources because I have them, you know, different stuff like that. And I still enjoy that piece yeah. too. So to your point with the music being an escape for you and you doing it for fun, I, I definitely believe that there's a space for it in what you're doing. Cause you know, mm-hmm. I want to talk about what you have going too. I think music fits in that too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and my music has changed too because mm. of that. So I feel like that's probably another reason why I needed to take that space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we call it, you were talking about that, 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 that awakening that we have, you know, when we're hitting our thirties or whatever. Yeah. So on the energetic side, on the cosmic side or whatever, the astrological side, that's our Saturn return. Okay. So Saturn makes this trip around the sun, like every, um, 20 or into throughout each zodiac sign i think every like 28 29 years like 20 it's like 28 and a half years oh. 29 and a half years so it's like right when we're getting into our 30s so saturn's all about like discipline and structure Ooh. so that's why we feel this need to be like okay like what am i doing like purpose what am i doing with my life yeah. like you know and I'll, I'll obviously depends on what placement your saturn is in like or what zodiac sign your saturn is in and how it affects you so damn so, can we get yeah. into that because because <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't have to right now, but that's interesting you said that because people were mm-hmm. asking me when I, I, I turned 30 uh, last month. And people were asking me, hey, how does it feel to be 30? How does it feel? And my answer was that I, I was like, Man, I, f- I feel like I've been 30 for a couple of years now. Like, you know, so it's interesting mm-hmm. that you say that because I, it, it kind of lines up, you know, like the last two, mm-hmm. three years I've been feeling like, all right, to your point, like I need structure. What what am I doing? What's mm-hmm. the purpose? What's the and then now that 30s here, it's like, OK, I've been on this journey. Let me let me just make it concrete, you know? right it's like let's just really get into our groove yeah so that's Mm -hmm. i might need to have that conversation with you okay yeah all right definitely definitely okay okay so what does financial health Mm -hmm. and wellness mean to you great question i think that financial health and wellness it starts off with awareness a lot of times Mm -hmm. a lot of the conversations that i have um you know, it starts with that budget, your cash flow, your your inflows and your outflows of cash and having a control on that. So to answer your question, what does financial health and wellness mean? The first cornerstone of it is the awareness of where you stand financially. So mm-hmm. um, not to get too deep into it, but you want to know how much you make. You want to know how mm-hmm. much you spend. That's the most important part, because a lot of times. Um, people's perspective on money is a little askew because mm-hmm. they're not keeping tabs on what's going out. And so you might look at that little Netflix subscription and be like, that's only $14. But when you add the Netflix and the Hulu and the Disney Plus, that 14 turned to 50 real quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, awareness. And then the second thing is freedom. You know, the awareness allows you to know where you stand and once you know where you stand, you can set yourself up for a goal to to accomplish financial freedom, which allows you to do other things in life that you would like to do. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I feel like it means to me. Okay. And I feel like I definitely came into that, you know, since we were talking about hitting our 30s or whatever, mm-hmm. I definitely came into that. But it, it, it definitely took me a second. Like, I will say, uh, like, this year, like, January, like, November, December was, was some real struggle months mm-hmm. for me. And I kind of got so frustrated it actually hit before that like in september where i kind of hit my breaking point where i was just like why like what is it with me and money and why are we not on the same page yeah and then i feel like i went through november december where it was like to me it felt like an initiation so when january hit i was like uh-uh let's pull out the spreadsheet we need to make a like we need yeah. to get a chart a list like i can't do this anymore yeah. like i was just so upset with myself yeah. But it was just because I didn't have good money habits and practices. And I it's not like I grew up where it was like, okay, like, let's do your budget. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it just wasn't taught to me. And, you know, I grew up in a single parent household. So it just, you know, yeah. str- I'm, I'm used to struggle. So it's like when you're used to certain things, you just get comfortable with right. it. And I feel like that this last year, this this year was just like, no, you really need to like look at this and get into this yeah. and figure it out like cuz this doesn't feel good. You don't feel good. Yeah. No, I <laughs> you know. I'm I'm actually glad that you asked the question in that light when you said, you know, what does financial health and wellness mean because if you think about it, it's kind of like I think men feel this way more than women, but like finding a primary care doctor, right? Mm-hmm. When you're in your 20s and your your teens and your 20s, you're in college and stuff. You might go like get your annual checkups, whatever. You might do that. 
And then, you know, when it's time to get that that primary care doctor, it's like, man, you know, that's a task. You might put it off unless you have your parents in your ear or what have you. But a lot of times people put that off. And I feel I'm like, raising my hand on that one. you know what I mean? I mean, if I'm <laughs> yes. if I'm being completely transparent, I, I didn't find my actual primary care physician until about two years ago, you know, mm. and. You know, it, it, it's one of those things. Finance is the same way where it's like it's something that I don't quite know all the way about, but I know mm-hmm. that I have to get a hold on it. And there's so many professionals that are talking above my head about things that I don't know about. But, you know, I've got to I got to set aside the mental space to be ready to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's, you know, to bring it back, that's kind of what where I feel like I fit in. I try to make the experience from the financial world more palatable. And just break it down mm-hmm. to uh, just a, a more relatable way. Like, hey, it starts with the mm-hmm. fundamentals. These are the steps. And then I get the, the steps in order. That's that's what my role is. Mm, I love that. I love that. And to go deeper into the financial health and wellness questions, since we were talking about like our passions and our purpose and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, I had an episode where I was just kind of breaking down this idea of like earth energetics okay. and, and how, you know, the energy of earth operates. Um, basically with us starting with a seed, an idea, and allowing ourselves to plant that idea, that seed into the earth, mm-hmm. right? And allowing, cultivating it, allowing it to grow. And so really the crux of that whole entire episode and, and, and um, I guess discussion, if you will, was that, you know, we all have, there's a thing called authentic abundance. So that's like my thing. Like, it's like just whatever you do, like do it authentically. Like, what does it look like for you? How does it feel like for you? How do you need to be doing it? Like you know, that. cause we get so caught up with society and like, well, this person has this and they did it this way and they look happy in X, Y, Z. And then we get those things and we realize we're not happy. We're not fulfilled. We're miserable. Cause like you're wanting something that someone else wants and you don't even know if they actually want it. They could be getting something that they, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's just like this whole cycle. And so for me personally, just everything that I'm going through in my life is like, it's all about authenticity. And so my question to you is, you know, when you hear that those two words, authentic abundance, mm-hmm. especially authentic financial mm-hmm. abundance, right? Like you were talking about your different financial portals and the five, six things that different things that you do. It's like, right. you know, those are all portals that you're opening up. Right. And even though, you know, do you have, you know, millions and hundreds of thousand dollars coming in from each stream? No, but it's like, you've sowed that seed. You had the idea, you sowed that seed into the earth. Yes. Now it exists. It is the container has been formed. So that way, when the money does come, yeah. it has a stream, it has a revenue to go through. Right. So, so and you, and you know, you've kind of tapped into your own authentic abundance, but what did that journey look like for you? You know, yes. you figuring out what, what passions and purpose you really want to, um, what's the word I want to use that motivated you to take action? Yeah. You know, that's a great question. I think there's so many facets to that question that are important. I want to make sure I address them all. So those two words, authentic abundance from the standpoint of financial freedom and passion and purpose and all that, Mm -hmm. they are so interconnected. And I don't think, I don't even think financial professionals really understand the interconnectivity of those words. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I say that is because everything in the finance world is so binary. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how much you make. This is how much you spend. This is your goal target. This is how much we can invest. You know, it's all numbers based, timeline based, black and white. That's Mm -hmm. it. 
But when you really take a step back and you look at, like I was saying earlier, like the passion and the purpose and what am I here for? It kind of mm-hmm. opens your mind up to different, like you said, different uh, portals of income, different sources and streams of income that you might not have recognized that was there. So mm-hmm. I think it's so important. And to answer your other question, when you said, you know, how did that open up for me? Uh, I'll get I'll be transparent. So in in April of 2020, you know, tw- the pandemic started in March and it was a wild, crazy yeah. time. Right. And I actually lost my best friend in April. And oh, wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. And it was you know, it was a big, traumatic, life changing event for me. And I went into a state of depression a little bit, you know, like mm. it wasn't it was it was depression no doubt but it it wasn't it wasn't a full depression because i still had to get up and go to work um really that was the main my main obligation we were all working from home and i i really had to get up and go to work right but you know after a couple months i first of all during the depression i started to tap into my emotions like feel it like what am i feeling why do i feel this way what is actually happening right mm-hmm. and just unpacking it as i'm going through it but in a nutshell, I got to a point where I was like, "Why? What am I doing? Why am I here? What, what's my What's my purpose?" You know, I'm getting up, mm-hmm. going to work every day, in the midst of this pandemic and in the midst of this depression. And I'm like, "If the world were to stop tomorrow, would I say that what I was doing was worthwhile?" Mm. You know, if if my if my world were to stop tomorrow, what have I done? What impact have I left on the world? Did I get a chance to really fully live life and enjoy it? And, you know, so it was sparked by the loss of my best friend. And, you know, I just started thinking and that's where you see the just everything that you see. The the Get Money Mondays was already a thing, but I started to polish it a little bit more because I I refocused my attention on my intentions. Mm. And my, you know, I started the pressure washing company. You know, I just started doing things. I was like, you know what? I have all these ideas. My purpose lies in all the things that I want to do and forget what anybody says. Forget about how scared I am. I want to do this. My legacy lives in here somewhere. And the only way that Mm. I get to do it is if I start. That was it. That was it. And I just started. True words have never been spoken. Wow. (laughs) That was it. So I I hope that I answered your question because whoever's listening to this, I I want you guys to know the importance of that, like, authentic abundance not only in the financial aspect but in everything that you do like Mm -hmm. if you are if you are authentic in your intentions and in your actions whether it be things that you like to do that make you money your career your hobbies your habits your goals everything Mm -hmm. all of the other things that are quote-unquote supposed to come with that will come that's that patience. And that's something I've been having to learn so heavy mm. because I deal with a lot of anxiety in, in, and just really having to work through that. Um, especially, you know, likewise through the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, dealt with a lot of depression. And then once the depression kind of got at bay, I didn't even realize how I had all this anxiety that had been running yes. underneath that yeah. as well. So I finally got to a place where, <clears throat> excuse me, I just had to like take a step back and surrender because I was just like, I'm tired of being afraid. I'm trying to be scared. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of trying to control things. That's when like the whole, you know, trying to 
control everything, mm. which just comes from this lack and fear and, you know, the scarcity mindset. So I had to just let all that go. And I was like, I'm just going to continue to follow my intuition, follow my guidance, like, and trust. Mm. Like I literally had to get broken down to the point where I was like, I don't want to feel this anymore. Like this does not feel good to my body. This is not going to allow me. It's not going to, cause what happened was it was, I was showing up in my passions, in the things that I wanted to do in fear. Mm. And I was like, I don't want people to receive my work, whatever it is that I'm putting out into the world, into the earth, sowing into the earth, right? I don't want to sow this stuff in fear because yeah. that's all I'm going to get back is fear yeah. and anxiety yeah. and worry and doubt and all of that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to have to, to step out on faith try something a little new try something a little different yeah. and sow these seeds in love and love comes with surrender trust mm. um and just putting one like you said just putting one foot in front of the other and just doing it and taking the step by step day by day not getting too ahead of myself yep. you know um and so that's one thing i've been having to learn just within the past three months you know since january yeah um because i'm a very ambitious person I have a lot of Capricorn energy, so I'm very ambitious, okay. um, goal oriented. I don't mind doing work, but I just had to realize, you know, you got to do work the right way. Yeah. You have to do, you have to, you have to figure out what quote unquote hard work looks like for, for you. you, you know, Absolutely. That, and, that, and that's what, yeah, that's something I actually, just, I was in meditation thinking about the other day. I just kept hearing like, I'm going to work hard, um, in a way that feels good to my soul. I'm going to work hard in a way that feels good to my soul mm -hmm. and not this, you know, very, like you said, binary, like, this is hard work. This is what you do. Yeah. You go to work nine to yeah. five. This is what you yeah. get. Like, you know, like that doesn't feel satisfying to me. Right. Some people can live in that world and be a okay. And that's why I think it just comes back to authenticity. It's like, okay, well that's great. Yeah. But what, how does it feel for you? You know, does that, is that what you want to do? Is that how you want to live your life? Yeah. You know? And you know, when I hear you talk about that, it may, the word that keeps popping in my head is awareness. And mm -hmm. the beginning of this conversation, I started, I was looking at awareness in the sense of being aware of, you know, your finances or what you want to do. But the more I hear you talk, I'm understanding it's about awareness in yourself and your, your feeling and which mm -hmm. direction you want to go. And you have to listen to that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, bringing it back to the beginning of the conversation, a lot of times what we feel and what we're doing are not aligned because we're living, we're trying to live into like society standards of what we're supposed to do. Like you said, the nine to five or maybe, you know, your influences around people around you saying like, oh, go, you should do this and do that, mm -hmm. you know. And so that awareness allows you to to make that decision to be authentic in what you're doing. Exactly. That's good stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been having to to work through, you know, just a lot of like conditioning and just programming yeah. and things that we were just taught to believe and yeah. go do and that's just not really us and Yeah. Cause that's what we don't realize. Yeah. Like we're we're all cut from a cloth, right? Like everybody's a product of their environment. But mm -hmm. the thing about being cut from a cloth is that like every every strand is different, you know, like we mm -hmm. are individuals mm -hmm. that make up the cloth. And so it's yeah. only right that we go off and find our own path, because the more that we enforce that, we reinforce the cloth. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's important for that because, I mean, th there's a whole nother conversation we could have about community 
and mm-hmm. you know having different facets you being into your energy and your healing and me being into finance if we all get together into our purposes and our passions there's different mm-hmm. avenues but when we yeah and we learn from each other exactly exactly we don't all have to go to the cubicle and work like you know some of us can and will succeed mm-hmm. very well and some of us have different callings and different passions and we have to tap into that because that's where our abundance is yes yeah ashe exactly uh, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah i'm with you on that <laughs> so i'm curious do you have a spiritual or self-healing practice um that's a good question uh mine is very organic it doesn't i don't prescribe to any um any particular religion or practices in general and it's not Mm -hmm. for any particular reason other than you know i had a you know i had a christian background my, my early like elementary years and then um my parents dabbled in the the Muslim faith. And then for me, I just, I was able to see the world uh, objectively and think my own thoughts and feel my own ways. And Mm. so I do believe that there is, I do believe that there is a God, but I feel like different people identify with God in different ways. And I don't subscribe to the idea that it has to your idea of God has to look like my idea of God and and vice Mm -hmm. versa. I just feel like there has to be an acknowledgement at least of a higher, at least higher energy that unites us all. And there are things that run congruent in that, like love and togetherness and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what brings up like, you know, good versus bad and all that stuff. And so I try to tap into that uh, inside of myself and I feel like that lies in my intuition and in my thoughts. So I have like a form of meditation that I do, but okay. you know, I don't, it's not, it doesn't have any rappers on it. It's not, it's not called anything. It's just me tapping into the source, you know? I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's when you say rappers, we mean, I mean like a rapper in the sense that this is the packaging that it, you know, it called this. Uh, okay. 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 You know, <laughs> not like MC. You know, I, was a rapper. Yeah. I was like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not like MCs. Not like, like a packaging, mm-hmm. you know, got you. Got you. I think that's beautiful though. I think, you know, um, the more of us that do that, I think the more, the more, um, the more we can take the pressure off like what spirituality or religion is supposed to look like, you know, we just allow ourselves to receive a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just adapt and adjust to what, you know, aligns with you and what you're doing. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, you said it. I mean, cause I don't know if you realized what you said, but what you said was indicative of how a lot of people think when you said what spirituality or religion is supposed to look like. And when you have the word supposed to, it's kind of like it implies an expectation, right? Mm. And not saying that you have the expectation, but people in general have expectations. Mm -hmm. And it's based on their construct and their background and their environment. And to that point that you were making, it's like it's not a it's not about any of that. Like it's about connecting with the source. I mean. Don't get me wrong. Religion is an institution for order. So the idea of it, mm-hmm. I'm 
totally here for it. But, you know, when you start putting up extremities and and making it a way where you have to do this and have to do that, that's where I kind of like pull back a little bit. And, um, you know, that's where I stand. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I'm 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 in a similar direction. Okay. Hundred percent. Similar direction. Yeah. Um it took me a second to get there, but I'm grateful yeah. that I that I did because I actually feel like I have a much more um closer relationship to God, to source to, to the creator than I did growing up, mm-hmm. you know, because there were so many rules and regulations and guidelines and you couldn't do this and you couldn't do that. And I remember as a child, I was always thinking, I'm like, well, if I'm like, if I'm supposed to be act a certain way, then it's like, how, like, like, why would I, like, why would I get born to only act one way? You know, I just couldn't like wrap my head around that. Like, I don't, like, I don't get why we all have to do the same thing. Like that, yeah. like, you know, where does that leave me at the, right. <laughs> at the end of the day? Like I have all these dreams and goals and passions and desires and stuff, but you're telling me that that's not okay. Or, I, or if I do that, it has to be a certain right. way. It has to do, look like this thing, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, no, that's, that's real. I think, I think with all, I think the, the conversation between like religion and spirituality, I think when you, when you think religion, it comes with so many like rules and stipulations, mm-hmm. whereas spirituality is more so the connection with, at the source, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, mm-hmm. it can look a certain, you know, it can look a uniform type of way with spirituality, but religion is more rules, structured, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, it, it's a that's an interesting conversation in itself. And I think we can we can talk about that for a long time. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I do all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a multifaceted combo right there. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So just bringing it back to like the whole, you know, financial abundance, financial awareness, yes. all of that. Yeah. Um, so, so you're still working as a financial advisor now, right? right. Even all throughout the pandemic and everything like that. Right. Um, what are some of the challenges mm-hmm. you have faced in your industry, especially being, you know, a black man and a person of color mm-hmm. and Actually, no, I'm stop there. I'm going to let you answer that question first. I do have a follow-up question. Okay, but. I like where this is going. <laughs> um, so, man, this is actually in context of this entire conversation. The conversation lines up with this question. I'll tell you why. Mm. In the beginning of my career as a financial advisor, because um, I've only been a financial advisor for, it's 2021, so four years. But I've worked okay. in the industry for seven so the wow. the first couple of years I was in I was like in banking and I used to work with financial advisors sending them business, but in the bank it's kind of low level like you're interacting with and I don't mean low level from any standpoint other than I wasn't really getting into investments and stuff. Mm. I was working with people helping them set up bank accounts, mortgages, stuff like that, and then when they when they needed investments I would pass the ball up to advisors. Okay. I say that to set the stage. My four years in. Uh, in financial advising in the beginning it was such i had such an identity crisis almost it was like imposter syndrome because Mm. who i am to my core i am a black man who grew up east atlanta 
who, you know, my my culture, the people that I know, my my sphere of influence, all of it is completely different from the world that I'm stepping into. And mm. I'm in a world now where I'm I have to be the subject matter expert in a world that's completely foreign to not only myself, but my people. And so mm. the biggest challenge was bridging the, the education gap, because a lot of the concepts and ideas and things that I was trained to do, my people didn't even know about them. Wow. So, you know, when I'm having a conversation with someone, you know, I might let's say I have two conversations. One I have with, a, for example, a Jewish family and the other I have with a family that that may be doing well from my neighborhood, the conversation looks completely different because when I'm talking mm. to them about 529s for their children's education, trust and estate planning, they already know about this stuff. Mm. When I'm talking to my the family that kind of looks like me, we're, we're talking about, okay, well, first we need to get the budget right. You know, let's, let's get a hold on those expenses. Yes, you make a, a decent amount of money, but let's start, let's start investing. You, you're saving now. Let's start making that money work for you. You know, and and that, you know, so that's a challenge in itself. And I can go into detail about that. But in general, that's one of the challenges. Right. Just Mm -hmm. the differences in our knowledge base in our community. So I spent and still spend a lot of time educating people on what it, it what financial literacy is, what financial freedom is, the different vehicles and avenues that they can use to expand their financial base. And mm-hmm. then I get into the wealth management conversations. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and 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 I, I say that as a challenge because I have a passion for helping people, but mm-hmm. naturally and and more importantly, I have a, a passion for helping people that look like me. And so yeah. it, it just made me realize the the gap that we have as a people, you know, like it, the gap is is very apparent, you know, and it was like mm. a little disheartening, but it, it gave me fuel to kind of keep going and keep getting up, going to work every day, having these conversations because we need it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah, it's it's but, you that's know, deep. but, you know, it's it is deep, but it's it's work that needs to get done. And yeah, absolutely. And it's getting done. So I feel good about that. Yeah. You know, like there, there are people like me out there doing good work every day. And I happen to be one of those people. And I'm happy and proud of the work that's being done. Hmm. You know, so I can hmm. I feel good about that. Oh, I love that. I love that. And just kind of going back a little bit, I'm curious, what are some of those those vehicles that you were talking about? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. You can name a couple. Good question. You know, yeah. So. So here, I'll give you a baseline of what everybody, okay. it doesn't matter what your background is, what you do. I'm going to give you a couple of things that you want to set up in order to set yourself up financially. First mm. thing is a budget. The reason why you need a budget is because, like I was saying, you need to know how much you bring in and you need to know how much you spend on a monthly basis. You need to you know, tie it down monthly. From mm. that point, you'll either have a deficit or a surplus, a deficit for the for those of us that are listening is when you don't quite have enough money to pay your bills at the end of the month and so you have to mm-hmm. you know get a side hustle or you might be using credit cards or you might be whatever that's when you're in a deficit if you have a surplus that means that you can you know you've got a couple dollars extra whether it be fifty dollars hundred two hundred however much you you have extra mm-hmm. after your bills are paid that's when you start getting into savings step two step two is you want to save 
at least three months, between three and six months of your monthly expenses. That's how much you should have in your savings account. So if you look on a monthly basis and you've got rent, phone bill, car insurance, gas, food, entertainment, all that stuff, it might total up to, I don't know, $3,000. If, you, if your expenses are 3000 you need to have 9000 in that savings before you start investing. Okay, that's the goal, mm. right? And so that puts us in a place where when we know that, it puts us in a place of priority because now when you have that $50 at the end of the month, you can go, all right, I know I need 9000 I might have 2000 I'm not going to go out this month. I'm going to put that $50 away because I need to get to 9000 mm. And then, you know, the, it, the situations get a little different, but, you know, in a nutshell, you, those are the two things. From mm -hmm. that point after that, then you start getting into the investment world. The first thing that you want to invest in is some sort of retirement account. A lot of times okay. if you if you do work a nine to five, you'll have some sort of a 401k. Uh, the equivalent to that in the education world is a 403b. If you work for any type of government agency, the equivalent to that is a 457. Um, okay. But either way, you'll have um, a retirement plan. Um, so you want to invest in that. And if you don't work for a company, if you're an entrepreneur, you work for yourself, the equivalent to that is an IRA. It's called an individual retirement account. Mm, okay. So the idea is that money comes like out of your paycheck. So you want to look at your retirement like a kind of like a bill. You pay that just mm -hmm. along with your bills and then you pay your expenses. I mean, then you pay your, okay. your fun stuff. You're going out and all that stuff. Right. And so... Right. You know, in a nutshell, those are like the foundations of what your financial plan should look like. No matter who you talk to, the, that's what they're going to tell you. And then mm -hmm. the, the avenues and the vehicles kind of get a little more complex after that. But I think that's a good baseline for everybody listening. Wow. Wow. Now, is there a trick mm -hmm. or some 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 tool, something to help you stick to the I'm not going out this month, <laughs> so I'm going to put my $50 aside? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, so there there is a trick actually. Um, now it's not easy, but the trick is the awareness. So building into your financial plan your your lifestyle. So a lot of times when people mm. budget, you you know you budget your rent because your rent's gonna come out every month. You know how much your rent is. You budget your car mm. note and car insurance because you know that has to come out. Phone bill, you know, right? But we forget to do the variable stuff like filling up your gas tank. You know, if you're driving to and from work, you might fill up your gas tank once a week. That might be $30, $50 a week that you're spending on gas that you have to account for, you know, mm. and, and eating. You know, you have to pay for food. So whether you're grocery shopping and, and you're cooking every day or you're going out, you've got to, you know, do that type of stuff. So. The trick really lies in how realistic your budget is to your actual lifestyle. And then, you know, when when it's more realistic, that fifty dollars doesn't hurt so much because let's say you eat out, I don't know, three times a week and then you grocery shop the rest. If you put that in the budget, mm -hmm. you can say all of my bills are paid and I can go out to eat as much as I normally do and don't have to sweat it. And and I can put this fifty dollars away. So, you know, like I said, it's not easy because you still want to do stuff like shop on Amazon and, mm -hmm. you know, buy hair care products and whatever else we're doing. Right. So, you know, I, I get it, you know, but 
Yeah. That that's what it comes down to. Effective budgeting, I think, is the trick. Mm. I love that. I'm so glad you said that because I I that's something I, I kind of forget to do too. Yeah. Um in a similar instance where, you know, like how you how you're kind of planning out your day, you kinda of forget to like schedule in lunch mm. or breakfast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, which is something I struggle with as well. Yep. But no, that actually makes a lot of sense, you know, like really looking at okay, what what for me it, it comes down to um well lately it's been coming down to value, like what brings value to my life. Mm. Um, so I do have my moments, not very often, but I do have my moments where I do want to, you know, order out, order a little Thai, right. order a little, you know, right. like I just, earlier I had my bodega sandwich, <laughs> right. you know, like you just have those moments where you're like, I'm going to just go out and get this little meal right, right quick. Um, so I think that's a, that's a great suggestion and tip and, and idea, all of that to, you know, Hey, set aside a little 30 bucks a month for the going out or the $50 a month to eating out or whatever. Right. Um, that yeah no that i think that's very helpful yeah and even you know to simplify it a little bit more too uh i'm a huge fan of putting yourself on an allowance so Mm. you know you pay your bills and your bills get paid on time if you know if if you're able every month right Mm -hmm. so why can't we treat ourselves the same why can't we pay ourselves every month on time right So Mm. if I'm looking at my income and my expenses and I'm fortunate enough to have a surplus where I have more money after my bills are paid, then why can't I say, okay, I want to save, I don't know, $100 every paycheck or whatever the amount is. Mm -hmm. That's a bill. And then whatever I have Mm. after after I'm fed, I have gas in my car, my bills are paid. That might be my play money because I've saved my money as well. So if that looks like $50 until the next time I get paid, then that's what it is. If it looks like 150, that's what it is. You know, Mm, I love that. And so that kind of keeps you that kind of keeps you in 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 on track. And then, you know, again, awareness, it it puts perspective on stuff, you know. Mm, mm, I like that. I like that. Okay. So I have a question. Go ahead. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. So I've been doing really good with like saving and all that extraness, yeah. right? Great. For me lately, it's been coming down to, and you don't have to give a specific number, just a range, but I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, how much money should I keep in my account, right? So I'm sending money to savings. I'm sending money to this account. So I have like a, like a bill account. I have an account that, you know, I keep my rent money in, so I don't tap into that. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have a, a few different accounts that serve purposes and stuff. So then I'm trying to figure out, I'm okay, like how much money, once, once all that is done, like how much money should I keep in my account? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm really trying to get to, I'm truly, really trying to get better with like not spending down to like, I only got $25, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So it's like, how much should I, how much should, like, what's that cushion? Like, what's that range for like, even, even like, right? Everything set aside, savings, all, everything that you just said is taken care of good. Yeah. So, like, I got a little extra money. I, I you know, I might be swipe, swipey, you know, mm-hmm. spending a little something on Amazon, whatever. Right. All that included. Yeah. What do you feel like is a good, still a good number to just stay at? Like, oh, okay, my, my, you know, my account is getting close to this number. Let me just chill out for the rest of the week or whatever. That's a good question. Um, I'm a direct person, so I have to tell you directly, there is, okay. there is no number. I think mm. that to answer that question, you have to take a step back and answer a couple questions of your own. Question number one, mm-hmm. are your bills paid? If you say yes, then you go to question number two. 
are you able to save the amount that you know you're comfortable saving Mm -hmm. if the answer is yes the number three is are you contributing to your retirement and your future right if the answer is yes and you have all those criteria met then that my friend is your spending budget and so if you spend down to zero just don't spend more than that because the next time you Mm. get paid you want to answer those questions again and if you're you know if you're on the right track Mm -hmm. as long as you don't go over that then you're good Mm-hmm. Now, okay. now, when you start wanting to grow and, you know, build different things, then that number would change because you have another job for those funds. Right. When you say, OK, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saving for a car or I want to, you know, I want to get new furniture. I want to move. Then you, you know, that you want to put more into that savings, you know. Right. But, yeah, as long as your your other those three questions are answered. Am I are my bills paid? Am I saving enough? And am I contributing to my retirement? Spend as much as you want. <laughs> all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And do you do you believe in um I don't know if this is still a similar question, yeah. but like rewarding yourself, right? Yeah. For like let's say like I reward myself and I put money in my savings account. I reward myself, you know, I set this amount aside, like or do you do you feel like you just kinda lump that all into like this is my spending money? That's a good question. Um, at that point, it becomes stylistic. Like if that's your style and you you're into that type of mantra where it's like, hey, I did good today and I'm going to let me make sure I'm understanding your question. Is the reward putting the money away into savings or is the award is the reward giving yourself extra money to spend? Yeah, I think it would be giving yourself extra money to spend. OK, so. Typically, I am not a fan of that only because if we're looking at a a structured budget and we've already budgeted down to you having spending money, then my question Mm. would be, where is the extra money coming from? Because you're not taking it from your employer. They're giving you a set amount, you know, and you're only you would only be taking it from yourself. And so the question would be, where where am I taking it from? Am I taking it from the savings Mm. that I need because I need three to six months in case, ah, I right? see, I see. You know, because you know, mm-hmm. a pandemic hit, and the reality is that a lot of people lost their jobs, and so the mm-hmm. reason why that three to six months is important is because you need that cushion to pay those bills for at least three months mm-hmm. to be able to figure out where's my next source of income coming from, or mm-hmm. if you own a home and your hot water heater goes out, or if you let's say you you have a dental procedure or whatever happened, life happens, mm-hmm. you know. And so are you taking are you taking away from that, from yourself, from your nest egg to reward yourself for whatever those immediate pleasures might be? Mm. Right. So it goes back to that awareness and the perspective, you know, like when when you put it all down, it all starts to make sense in perspective. But it's easy to get lost when we're not looking at everything at one time, you know. Right. 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 So that that was a good question, though. That was a really good one because I, I get that a lot, actually. Right. I'm just thinking of like, and this is myself included, but I'm just thinking for the people who are who are trying to get acclimated to budgeting, mm-hmm. you know, like what's the like, how can we incentivize it, I guess, for you to stay on track, to stay on schedule, you know? Yeah. Um. So that's why I kind of thought of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's you kind of have to play. You kind of have to trick yourself when it comes to budgeting, because the reality is you're only getting what you get 
but you have the possibility to spend <laughs> almost endlessly, you know? And so it's like, how do I keep this spending at bay or how do I get more sources of income? So mm-hmm. if, if we're keeping the sources of income consistent and they're, they're the same, then I can't, I can't reward myself if I'm, if I've got these goals I'm trying to meet, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a delicate balance. Yes. But I agree. I love that word balance. Balance. Right. And, and that's where a person like myself would be helpful because it's easy to get lost in the sauce and it's easy to say, Mm -hmm. you know what? I've been doing good these last six months. This extra, it's not going to hurt nothing. But mm-hmm. to bounce ideas off and have an accountability partner is good. And so if you have somebody mm. in your corner like that to to bounce ideas off where you feel comfortable sharing that type of stuff, they'll keep right. those perspectives in line. Mm. I love that. An accountability partner. Yeah. I love that. I actually have one, but not for finances. You have one for finances. You just haven't tapped into the resource. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. It's all good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So this has been very enlightening. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to sit down and have this discussion because I feel like, like you said, so many of us. Yeah. Okay, and I say us. Yeah. Like black people, people of color, yeah. need this information. We need this knowledge. We need to educate ourselves so that way we can. Um, be more aware yeah that's that's i feel like that's the really the the motif for today's conversation yes. it's just really being more aware yeah um and so that's why i wanted that's why i wanted to bring you on to get your wisdom your insight your knowledge it, you know what? i didn't even realize that you that you were a financial advisor now wow see that's you know what that's that's crazy because i don't really i don't really advertise it it's just my job it's just what i do yeah. But yeah, that a lot of people say that. They're, they're like, wow, I've known you for so long. I didn't know that that's what you do. I guess I have to do a better job of communicating that. Because <laughs> you're not the first person. That, really? Yeah. yeah. And it's like when you said the banking thing, I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that, mm-hmm. you know, just from back in the day. Yep. But yeah, didn't know about the financial advisor part. Yeah. That's dope. That's awesome. That's awesome. I appreciate that. You have a specific company that you work for? Are you able to disclose that information? You know, or? I'd rather not disclose that just because it's okay, a fairly okay. large company. But um, I'm okay with balling. No, right. no, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it's just that you know my my. Hey, we Goldman Sachs over I, here. All right. <laughs> you know, it's one it's one of those ones. But but you know, the purpose is that I'm a fairly accessible guy when it comes to mm. that type of thing and so all of you to your point you said authentic abundance right the reason why i don't plug the company outside of just like expressing my views separately from the company mm. is that it, for me it's never about that when i connect with someone mm. it's authentically about let me meet you where you are let me hear what you have to say and let me supplement what you don't have financially and help you get there and so mm. it's not about what company I work for. You know, that wouldn't benefit the conversation very much. It, it's more so about mm-hmm. what I bring to the table as myself, as an advisor to help, you know? Wow. That's the way that I've, I've approached the business the last seven, seven years that I've been in it. And, and to your point about authentic abundance, 
Mm-hmm. That is what has kept me doing. I've, I've been I've been doing very well that way. Wow. So, yeah. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love that. I appreciate that. Um. So what are what are next steps for you in this lane? You know, so I'm going to continue. The, the biggest thing for me is I'm going to continue doing my segment called Get Money Monday. I've challenged myself mm-hmm. to do 52 weeks from January okay. 1st to the December 31st in 2021. And so far mm-hmm. I've hit every week since January. Um, okay. So yeah, that's my, that's my main thing when it comes to like connecting with folks. Um, so if you guys want tips, stuff like that, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's underscore J dot King underscore underscore. And every Monday, 8 a.m., you can get free game that way. And if you have questions, you can let me know. Like I said, I'm fairly accessible that way. Um, as far as in the in my career, um, you know, I, I'm I'm an advisor. I've been an advisor for quite some time. I'm building my practice, and uh, it's it, it's going fairly well. So I'm just going to continue to do that. You know. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that's where. And I don't, I don't remember you. <laughs> I don't remember. Did you say you have a, a YouTube channel for like your financial stuff, or is that mostly all on Instagram? That's mostly all on Instagram. The YouTube. Okay. You know, I I thought about putting the content on on YouTube, but uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Uh, the financial okay. stuff is more so on Instagram. It's people know to look for it on Monday. Um, it's kind of branded. It's kind of has its own legs, and that's that's where it is for now. That's where it lives. Mm-hmm. Hmm, a little birdie just told me uh-huh. you should think about starting a financial mm, podcast. That would be very interesting. Yeah, we we can talk offline. There's um I have some ideas uh and I would love your input so we can talk offline about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that would be a great resource for people, you know, just to dig in a little bit deeper from the Get Money Mondays. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, like I said, that's what I saw. And I was like, oh, okay, Get Money Mondays. Like, I really, I enjoy them. I see them every week. Thank you. Um, And and, and kudos to you for this challenge that you put yourself on. I'm actually going to ask you a, a question about that just what keeps you motivated, you know, to hold yourself accountable to show up every week? Oh, you that that question. That's a great question. So I started Get Money Mondays in 2017, I think. And it, it, mm. if you go on my page, you can see like I started in my car. No, no branding, no nothing. It was just me and my phone in the car. Right. And I, I wasn't doing it consistently at all. The topics were really random. And I got to a point where I started making a habit to to do it more structured. And when I did that, you know, different people that it could be people I know, people I don't know. But more importantly, like I have a mentee. One of my mentees kind of called me out on it one one day. It was one Monday where I, I just wasn't feeling it, didn't put a video out. And he was like, hey, um, you know, what? where's where's the Get Money Monday at? And I was like, I didn't even know you were looking at it, you know, because mm. I do it. So it, to your point, it's authentic. I just do it for the the love of getting the information out to my people. Mm. It's like I, I'm not looking for responses or what have you. But when, you know, anytime I miss a beat, there's always somebody that comes out and surprises me and is like, Oh man, I'm I was looking forward to this Monday or you know in the comments they they reposted they you know 
And so that's what keeps me going, just knowing that I'm connecting with people and people are getting value from it. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that that does it for me. Mm. Wow. That's that's dope. That's dope. I'm so glad you do that. I'm so glad you created that outlet. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really am. I really am. Thank you. Because it's helpful. No, it really is. It is helpful. Especially, I remember uh, back in February, you did the the one for all the different black banks. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, just, there we go. You know, I love that. I love try that. Try to make so. it fun. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. Like, I'm open to feedback because I, I do it for people to connect. I take suggestions, you know. I, mm. I'm trying to work in a way where I can openly, I can create, like, a forum for suggestions. But right now, mm-hmm. it's just the people that are tuned in, they kind of give me feedback. Like, hey, I want to know about, you know, the last two that I did were were uh, feedback that I got from people watching was like, hey, I want to know about this. And I was like, okay, mm. you know, and I, I put it out there. So, yeah, anyone who's listening and wants to know about something, I keep everything anonymous. And I just, I put it out there for people to know. That's really what I do. I my The thing that I gain from it is seeing people benefit from it. That's That's the only... <laughs> The only thing that I gained wow. from it. Wow. I love that. I love that. So that way you don't put any pressure on yourself for it to be anything. Yeah. Just showing up intentionally, yep. which I love that. That's actually a word that I'm working through just with, within my own work, mm. right? It's my own content. It was just really restructuring and regrounding and showing up in love, showing up intentionally. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I wanted to also ask you. Talk to me. Um, are you on Clubhouse? Man, I am on Clubhouse. We gotta. You are. I, I don't know if I follow you or not. We gotta do something on Clubhouse. We can. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get more into that arena because I love Clubhouse. Yeah. Like I haven't. I've only done a couple of things myself personally, like like hosting rooms or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I want to build up that that side of my content and that platform for myself because I I'm like I'm not on it constantly but when i'm in there like i'm i'm hopping from room to room getting so much information so much just like i love 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 that app i love what they're doing so i definitely want to um be more involved with that so yeah yeah we can i would love i would love to do something we need to um we'll connect after this because there's a couple things that we need to get together on but clubhouse is definitely one of those things that if you uh if you strategize it right you definitely can make some things happen um, yeah, yeah. You just have to you have to meter the 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 content that's there because you know there's two types of people on Clubhouse, you know. Okay. So you want to be careful <laughs> of that, but 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 all in all, there there can be some positive stuff that comes out of. It. So I'm here for it for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yes. This has been a blast. So again, so glad that we got to catch up. And I actually remember the last time we saw each other. Yeah was 2018 when i came to atlanta georgia oh remember oh that's <laughs> at, right um you remember yeah. well, i don't remember what hotel it was i, I came down there to, to visit that's crazy uh, I, I forgot um, all about that i was thinking yeah New i did York. too i yeah I, I did too but then I, in mid interview i was like oh no wait that wasn't the last time yeah <laughs> so wait are you still you still in in brooklyn right Mm-hmm. I am. Okay. I am okay. for now. Okay. I'll be leaving shortly, but yes. Okay. We'll we'll catch up. We'll catch up because yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, catch yeah, up. We will. All right. So yeah, this is <laughs> this is good. I'm I'm glad that we did this because um this is fun. I I love I love this type of stuff. So maybe we can do this again. Yes. 
absolutely 100 percent. we would definitely have you back um okay. to see what's going on with your pressure washing see if there's any new music out you know we're we gonna keep tabs on you yeah. mr jerry pay, king pay attention there's a lot of new stuff on the horizon <laughs> it's coming <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. yes. So again, thank you so much for your time, for your effort, for your energy. Yes. Any any last words? You can, oh, definitely let us know your Instagram again. Any other places that we can find and follow? Oh. And I'll be sure to link in the show notes as well. But if feel free to, yeah. to share as well. Okay. So if you guys are in the Atlanta area uh, and you know a, a residential or business person that needs pressure washing services, um, we do concrete we do houses we do buildings all kinds of stuff graffiti removal um it's alturis pressure washing that's a-l-t-u-r-i-s pressure washing on all platforms facebook instagram youtube alturis pressure washing and then again my my instagram is underscore j dot king underscore underscore and that's where you can catch my get money mondays every monday and I throw a couple funnies in there, you know, to break the monotony here and there. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, y'all can follow me and check me out. But uh, that's what that's what I have for y'all to look forward to. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Jerry King. <laughs> I appreciate you, Mickey. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. It was my pleasure. We'll see you next time. We're going to have you back. All right. Well, I'll catch you next time then. All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected. 